Great to be with you, Tim. Good morning. All right, Leslie, we'll circle our way back to that budget. I want to start here, though. I'm watching just now. You saw it, too, all the unrest at the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday, the unfortunate violence there. So much of of the impetus for this stemming from people who are dissatisfied with the outcome, the process of the election we just had. It does, however, awkwardly lead us into a conversation about election reform. We're told that the Secretary of State's office wants the legislature to look at several things in terms of changing the way we conduct our election business here in Georgia. What, if anything, is on your mind on that front? Well, first off, Tim, you know, yesterday in Washington, I I got mixed messages on different uh, reporting on what happened. And for me, that was that's the troublesome part that we're in right now is a lot of the media, it gets, the incidents get spinned a certain way. And, you know, as a uh, public, we got to know what really happened, and for me, it was it was like there was two different events that happened in Washington D.C. One one channel I was watching, and I'll just say it was ABC, said that it was all laid on the uh, totally on the president. Said I, I watched over on on uh, Hannity the uh, where <clears throat> he played a, a quip of the the president in there and telling people to go home and be peaceful and don't do anything. They and. You know the public is confused, just like on this election business. Said the uh, it is a it is a very troublesome time that we're in, and everybody that I know condemned the violence, and I want to condemn it as well. Said the uh, that is anarchy. That is not what America is about. It was a terrible tragedy yesterday. Uh, I look at where we're at in the election process, and people have to have confidence and faith in their election. And to me, uh, I, I support uh, Secretary of State. Brad Raffenberger <clears throat> said the end. Uh, he has has diligently tried to make sure that this election uh, was was truthful in every way. And one of the things I want to congratulate him on when he did on the presidential election, he required every county, 159 counties, to go back and look at every ballot that was cast and verify that the machines were working. Now, Tim, one of the things that concerns me is the absentee balloting that we do. Uh, one individual can go out there and, and uh, decide they want to do something uh, nefarious. And, you know, there, there's really a difficult way to catch that. As a example, I passed around a, a sheet, had people sign a person's name on it, and out of the, the uh, in, in a Chamber of Commerce breakfast meeting last month, out of that sheet, there were probably three or four that would have easily passed as a like signature on that, that same signature. And to me, that's that's a terrible way to go through an election and, and not think that that we've got the utmost security on your vote. Well, and that's a couple of things that are being proposed, Senator Frank, again, uh, and, and you touched on two of them there. One is the return to, or the end of, I should say, no excuse absentee voting, going back to what we had before, I think it was 2005, you had to offer and provide a reason for why you needed an absentee ballot. Now, the other in your reference to their signature match, I got folks in the Secretary of State's office saying, listen, other states do other things, maybe Georgia should as well. Uh, what do you say to that and any other ideas you might have about reforming elections in Georgia? We want to try to work to, to find the right balance to, to make sure that anybody that, that makes an effort, wants to vote, can absolutely vote. There's, we don't want to hold anybody back from voting. We want to encourage people to vote and choose their electors. At the same token, 
Tim, I use an analogy. Uh, of if, if you took a $100 bill and taped to your mailbox, do you think it would stay there the, through the next day, Tim? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. To me, that same analogy is if you give somebody too much of an opportunity, they'll take advantage of it. For me, what our job is to build a, a little security around that, put, put a vault on that, that $100 bill out to, at your front mailbox to make sure that nobody steals your vote. Because if somebody votes illegally, they've taken a legal voter's vote away from them. So should we then, to simplify the question, should we require a reason, an excuse, if you will, for getting an absentee ballot? We used to. Should we return to that? I believe that we should. I, I think that, that either either that or we come up with a, a foolproof way to verify that voter is who we we know it is. Some, some way that, that uh, we, we – and one of the great things about serving in the legislature and serving the people of Georgia, there's a lot of brains out there. I don't have the best ideas in the world, but, but somebody in this country does. And for me, we want to do our research. We want to see what people are doing, see what is happening in other states, and try to come up with what's the best thing for Georgia. I don't have to have the, the, the answer. I have to know where to go look for the answer. Senator Frank Gim with us. I began by talking about the budget, the one thing you folks have to do when you get back to Atlanta next week. Last year, budget cuts, I think, wound up being about 10 percent pretty much across the board, obviously because of the economic downturn caused by the way we responded to the coronavirus pandemic. Governor Brian Kemp, we spoke with him a few days ago. He says, no, I'm not calling for budget cuts this time around. That doesn't, I'm sure you would recognize, doesn't necessarily mean the brightest of budget pictures. What do you anticipate on the budget front? Well, and, and, you know, I want to congratulate Governor Kemp for, for keeping Georgia open. I know he took a lot of heat from, from the president on down, but one of the things that was successful for our tax base was we were able to keep Georgia open during this pandemic. That's critical. Now, we've got to do some things to, to work on our uh, tourism, our hospitality industry, you know, restaurants, uh, hotels, those kind of things to improve that outlook because they have really been – uh, taking it on the chin. What I hope that we can do, and, and I was was really glad last year we did not have any uh, pay cuts for the, the teachers or the state employees that, that were out here that depend on uh, tax dollars for their, their income. One of the things that, that, depending on where we're at, you know, I, I would like to continue to, to make improvements for those educators. They, they've been put upon in, in these trying times. I, I know Oh, some of them are teaching uh, virtually. Some of them are doing it in class. And then worse yet, some of them are doing it both ways. And that's a, that's a real strain on the education system. And you, we look at bus drivers and what do we got to do to, to improve things for, for uh, those workers the, uh, as well. Uh, what are you hearing on the coronavirus front? I know that from time to time you folks in the legislative delegation of conference calls with hospital CEOs, the North Georgia Health District and the like. What's the latest you're hearing in terms of our hospital capacity and the spread of the virus? It, it's it's dwindling. I, I, I want to also uh, give a shout out to, to Representative Houston Gaines. Houston has been our, our really uh, team leader on that here in the, the Athens area, northeast Georgia area. Uh, we've had a lot of conference calls with with everybody from uh, Northeast Georgia, Piedmont, 
you know, when we start looking at St. Mary's and, and even the, the, the smaller uh, local uh, health centers, one of the things that we're so close to the vaccine getting distributed more widely, I think that's our answer. You know, it's, it's one of those things that, for me, I, I was, was uh, exposed uh, a, a week ago today Sydney, uh, and I've I've stayed out of out of uh, a lot of a lot of things just because of that exposure. I went down and got tested the uh, at the state capitol the uh, yesterday or day before yesterday, excuse me, Sydney, and I'll probably get tested again. So that uh, the that's the first time I've ever been tested. Tim, I want to tell you the bad news for me was Georgia Tech was running the the, the test down at the capitol, and for a dog to go down and 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 uh, have have a uh, Georgia Tech running something. I was really disappointed. I, I, I told our, our uh, good friends over at UGA, I said, how does that happen? They, uh, get, uh, go dogs, in other words. Well, you know, on that front, uh, the University of Georgia is going to serve as, a first of all, a storage and distribution center for the vaccine. I actually do now have on the University of Georgia campus both, if you will, both vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna. But quickly, and we'll let you go on this one, Senator Frank, again, uh, you went through some of this last year, the, the shorter part of the, the session that was broken into pieces, uh, all the coronavirus protocols, uh, the meeting in the galleries and seating in the galleries and wearing masks and all the rest of it, social distance. You're going to have an entire session, I would imagine, is going to be pretty much constructed like that this time around. I think you're right, Tim, and, and it's extremely difficult to, to uh, move anything forward in that environment because it, it takes so much longer to, to do anything. Just the simple act of voting in the House is 15 or 20 minutes just for mm-hmm. them to, to hold a simple vote. And... and it slows the pace, which sometimes is a good thing. But I can tell you, there's a lot of, of uh, good legislation that that sometimes we we need to act on and need to be able to act on faster. And that's that's one of the uh, sticking points in in uh, helping the people of Georgia. Senator Frank, again, best of luck with the session again starting Monday in Atlanta. Thanks for your time this morning. Great to be with you, Tim. Uh, it is a new year. The sun's beautifully coming up in the east this morning. I'm. I'm sitting here in my truck right now, and, and I can tell you uh, it's a beautiful day to be in Athens.